0: Ben Nelson the Everyday Real Estate Investor here again thanks for tuning in again I really appreciate it I hope you're getting a lot out of these episodes learning a lot and uh, just absorbing the knowledge and uh, I just really enjoy doing this putting it out there and hope you're getting a lot out of it and looking forward to again building that community having people come in and and connecting uh, with myself and with other investors out there Um, and again just really want to make sure that uh, everyone is just not using the whole time or lack of resources or whatever your maybe excuses for uh, either not getting involved in real estate uh, to this point or or not scaling your business to the point where you you feel like you should be or or want to let's put all those things aside let's figure out how to be more effective with our time um, to stop making those excuses and just making things happen Um, instead of making excuses go out there and make things happen and go do it Um, so that's the really the heart behind this is, is just to try to encourage and and build a community and provide resources and all of that stuff to be able to to spur everybody to do that. Again, whether you want to be full time and that's a goal, or if you just are trying to stay, um, you're just maybe busy with family or business or, you know, professional career, whatever that looks like. And you just want to add it in and just haven't been able to find the time. Let's find the time to do it. Okay. Let's get down to business. Let's, let's find ways to make it happen. There are ways to be involved in real estate, even with a limited amount of time and resources, you just got to figure out, who to connect with and how to make that happen. So let's let's do that. Let me know how I can help make that happen for you. Uh, today we're going to talk about being a deal detective and finding opportunities that others miss. There, it's really uh, there's I'm going to go over five things here. They might sound fairly uh, basic and simple, but I really want you to think deeply on these because. These are places where I think people miss a lot of opportunities. I know they miss a lot of opportunities because they're not looking at the right things or they're just not looking closely enough. So we're gonna dive right into these. I'm gonna probably, this is gonna be maybe a little bit shorter episode, uh, but I hope you can absorb this stuff and think about it and put it into practice. This is gonna be more, um, a lot of these are gonna be more in the lines of someone that's maybe a little bit more active as an investor. They're they are spending a little bit more time than maybe than maybe your passive investor. Um, but they're important nonetheless. I think they can play out in different ways, even if you're not like a full time or as actively involved in deal finding. Um, so let's get into it. So this is actually an all of uh, this applies to everything. And I, I don't remember if it was the last episode or, or it was a recent one, though, uh, where I talked about this. Don't make assumptions. This is where you can miss a lot of opportunities. And assumptions can be a lot of things. It can fit in with some of these other things that I'm gonna hit on uh, you know, I'm next on this list, uh, but you immediately miss opportunities by default when you make assumptions, Bec- whether that's what a seller's willing to do or their, their, uh, their circumstances or what they're willing to accept, uh, whether that's an assumption about the property itself uh, when you start making assumptions without actually doing the digging on it, you're going to miss stuff. I can't do that with that property. They're, that's not a possibility with that property. Well, did you check what is possible with that? Did you check zoning? Did you check what's allowed? Um, do you check codes, right? Uh, oh, the seller would never do that. Uh, well, did you actually ask, right? So don't make assumptions. Assumptions are the probably the biggest way that people miss opportunities and they overlook things because they're assuming something can or can't happen or does or does not need to happen uh, for a deal to happen. And, and you you might be right, but you also might be wrong. And that's how you're going to miss opportunities. So that's a, that's a big one for sure. Uh, second one is consider the terms. So uh, a lot of investors will be, you know, and that's where a lot of people start, right? You start with, um, I got to buy at a Price X amount under uh, market value, because I have to be able to put money into it and then refinance it or or resell it or or whatever. And there's nothing that's not there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but if you stop there and you, you don't t- take the time to really kind of get think about it creatively and what are some other solutions to a situation, you're gonna miss an opportunity to put some deals together because you are assuming that the price is the biggest piece of the puzzle and in a lot of times i mean price is important but depending on what else what you're putting together price is only one well always price is only one one factor uh but it may or may not be the biggest factor um if you're able to talk to you the seller about seller financing what do those terms look like if they're willing to do that i mean are they willing to do something really long term at a low interest rate okay now price is maybe less important are they willing to defer payments for a little bit while you do something to the property? Are you willing? Are they willing to take a really, really low down payment? And and I'm not throwing those things out there as just a pie in the sky. You know, sellers would never do that kind of thing. This this is stuff that I've done. This is stuff that people that I know have done. Uh, So it can be done. And if you're again going back to number one, if you're making assumptions that those things have never come together, like the seller would never take a low down payment or long term or whatever that term is, you're already making that assumption. You've already missed the deal in that sense. But again, if you're just looking at the the, cap, the price as the only term and versus the value, uh, you're going to miss a lot of opportunities as well, um, because you're going to you're going to miss those seller carry opportunities. You're going to miss those opportunities for you know a lower down payment or all sorts of other things, because you're not looking at uh, the, the whole possibility. You're only looking at uh, one term. Uh, so consider the terms. Know the possibilities. This is a big one. This is this goes to zoning and land use and trends and uh, where things are, are headed. So one of the deals that I've done, uh, this was a, a big one. I, I missed well, I almost missed out. I made an offer on it and I actually had my offer declined several times. Uh, fortunately, the deal fell apart, unfortunately for me. Uh, the deer fell apart a few times uh, and I ended up getting it later. And then I, I, I fixed this property up and remodeled. It. it was a single family home on a large lot and I ended up uh, building an accessory dwelling unit uh, next to it. So if you don't know what an accessory dwelling unit is, it's a uh, additional structure on the same parcel that is um, subservient in some way to the to the main home. It's usually smaller in size um, then the, the main home by a certain percentage, um, uh, there's some parameters around what that looks like depending on your jurisdiction. But, uh, I was able to build a completely detached accessory dwelling unit it actually looks like a single family home. And I was, not, okay, so I don't do my own ground up construction. I hire a general contractor. I just don't have the, the time or the desire to deal with that side of it. So I, I hire someone to do that. And I was, so I was on the job site, just checking in on it just for fun, just to see what was going on. But I wasn't managing it. And the, the, the little amount of time I was there, I cannot, I don't even know how many times I heard someone drive by, they stop the car and they look at me and they say, I didn't know you could do that. I would have bought that if I would have known you could have done that. They missed the opportunity, right? So they didn't know what could be done, what could be there. They didn't see they only saw what was there. And so, you know, they're running numbers based on, well, oh, I gotta remodel this single family home and it's only worth this much when I'm done and it needs all this work, you know, and it didn't pencil. But as soon as you add the ability to add a, a second unit, basically another single family home on the same lot, it completely changes the scenario of the value, it complete completely changes the scenario of the cash flow. And I was able to see a deal that other people uh, we're not able to see, and, and I it had to have been at least a half a dozen people, and I was there very limited a uh, very limited amount of time um, that stopped me and said, I didn't know that that could, that could happen there. So, no zoning, know what's happening, know what's changing because zoning and, and land use is is always changing, and there's they're trying to rezone stuff and create density um, and do different things. So, if you know what's happening, if you know what's coming. Um, down the road and how what changes are being made, you can spot those opportunities uh, before other people uh, can spot them. And this is, I mean, this one wasn't even one that's zoning hadn't even changed. It's just, I happened to know zoning in the area and I, and I knew what was going on and what was allowed and, um, and other people didn't. So um, you know that stuff, you see opportunity that other people uh, do not see. I actually know there was another developer, local developer that um, there was a property on market for I think it was on the market for like a year or something like that and um, lots of people passed on it I think there was a stream corridor or something like that going on with the property so it was a larger property but you you didn't you couldn't supposedly get as many lots on there as uh, what it, it seemed at first glance because you had to deal deal with this stream corridor well they were able to come in and look at it with a creative set of eyes, and they did uh, what's called lot size averaging. I think, that, you know, I don't know all the details of this project, but I think that was a, a big piece of it. And so they could get some smaller lots because they were able to use that stream corridor uh, as a bigger parcel. So, lot size averaging is where you take, not to get too deep in the, in the weeds here, you take what's the zoning allow? Uh, is it uh, 20,000 square foot lots? But there could be a caveat that says as long as the development the average lot size is twenty thousand, that's where you can find some opportunities where you can maybe get some smaller lot sizes you know five or ten thousand square foot lots because some of the other lots in the subdivision are larger than that so the average is still what's allowed in the in the zoning and i believe that's essentially what he did in that but a lot of people saw that property and basically looked at it and said, oh, you can't get that many lots because you got to basically discount this part of the property. And they, they were thinking they could only get, you know, two or three lots or, or something like that. And he ended up, I think, getting like 10 or something like that. So uh, again, knowing what's possible, knowing the, the rules around zoning and what the requirements are, uh, you can find some of those opportunities. Let's see, path of progress. This is kind of along the same lines of the zoning and land use. Uh, But a little different. This is this is what's coming down uh, as far as, you know, kind of watching the money, watching the big players. What's going on? Is there a new Amazon distribution center that is potentially going to be going in? Uh, Is there an overpass that's going to get put in off the highway? Uh, Is there you know, what's what's changing in a big way? What's what's going to affect the flow of uh, people and of traffic and, and those sorts of things? and where are things moving to and what's going to create more people moving to the area. Um, so those are, uh, a lot of times there's talk of that stuff way before it happens, you know, so if you can get ahead of that, you can pay attention to what is going on in that realm and what may be going in. You know, you can buy a piece of property that was next to nothing, and now there's an Amazon distribution center going in, and now it's getting rezoned to something different, or more housing developments getting put in, or something like that. Or, you know, you buy a piece of property off of, uh, you know, the, the the freeway, and there's just nothing else there, but you know that an overpass is going to go in there, you know, within the next couple years. Uh, that's going to completely change that property now, right? Now it's now it's. You know a piece of land that's just off the freeway and nothing and now there's an overpass going in there's going to be a gas station there there's going to be a convenience store there's going to be you know access for rv parking whatever that looks like for for the area whatever needed but um now there's opportunity there that that wasn't before so pay attention to who's coming in who's moving uh what's getting put in in, in infrastructure and uh big companies moving in things like that oh this one okay this one's the last one seems obvious Wow, it seems obvious, but know the market and know the numbers. This this one, uh, I think a lot of people miss opportunities because they don't know the market. And so they're looking at a deal and they're, you know, assuming that current rents are are, you know, they're running the numbers based on the rents that are there or they're running uh, numbers based on old comparables or they don't know where the trends are for the market. Um, all of those things are are important if you're running your number your your analysis is only going to be as good as your numbers right so if you're using data that's not correct or that's old or outdated uh, and you don't know what could be right then you are going to not be able to analyze that property uh, correctly and you're going to miss opportunity because you're not aware of what current values are Um, and again that's I mean that seems obvious uh but that's a big part of of finding deals and i see people miss deals all the time because they just don't understand the market and understand the numbers so knowing the numbers knowing the trends knowing what the market's doing uh having being up to date on what's going on with rents and sales and all that stuff is super important so that you're not missing opportunities on uh, on what could be You know, like you're looking at a development deal, say, and you know you're you're trying to be you want to be conservative, right? But if you think, oh, hey, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to get four extra lots, you if you're running comps and you're, you know, think that resale on those are you know five fifty, say, for a resale, uh, and really they're more like six, that's a big difference. That's the difference between a deal and not a deal. right? I mean, it could be because that's that's on four four houses that's two hundred thousand dollars of, of profit that could be, you could be passing on something that's a pretty decent deal um, because you're just not up on the current data or you're um, undervaluing what could be there um, it so the last thing I mean the thing that I wanted to kind of leave with is that deals are often not just found they're created and the way that you create deals is, uh, by being a detective and looking at all of these things and being creative and figuring out can you involve the seller in the financing? Can you, are they willing to be involved in the terms? What do those terms look like? And massaging those to make it work for them and for you. Uh, you know, knowing what the zoning allows, knowing what you can do there, creating possibilities by. You know knowing what you can turn something into instead of what is just there you know knowing what's coming down the pipeline and and what changes are coming and um you know all of those things that are changing in your community and in the markets that you're looking in that's how you create deals is by putting those pieces of the puzzle together and uh and, and knowing how to do that and um, and not just finding a deal that Hey, this was underpriced. I can add some uh, add some value by doing a remodel and fixing it up, and now it's worth more. Yeah, those that's fine, um, but especially in a really tight inventory market, that is really really difficult to do. And it's really it's really hard to find a deal that's just you know as cut and dry as that is, where you are just buying something. It's such a good price that you can just buy it and then turn around and do something to it and sell it. Most of it is going to involve you creating some sort of value uh, that other people don't see um, it, because that's how uh, you're going to be able to find those opportunities is, is being able to look at those things, being able to put those things together and, uh, and find a way to create a deal between the terms, between the zoning, between your financing package, all of that stuff that other people haven't been able to see. And haven't been able to put together so i hope that's helpful to you um i'm again just kind of recapping don't make assumptions consider the terms know the possibilities know your zoning what you can do with the property follow the path of progress where are things headed and know the market know your numbers so you're running the right right numbers uh thanks again for tuning in guys i'm really close on that platform uh getting that together it should be together here in the next couple weeks so stay tuned for that excited to have people joining in on that community and and chatting a little bit more uh, online providing some more content there uh, just a place to to connect and collaborate and uh, push each other forward and figure out you know look at some deals analyze some deals together crunch some numbers ask questions all those great things so uh, thanks again for tuning in till next time make it a great rest of the day